Well, good morning, everybody. West Florida Student Ministries coming at you. I'm Pastor Craig, the director of the West Florida Student Ministries Department here out of Mariana, Florida. We are the West Florida District Council, the Assemblies of God. And man, what a beautiful morning it is. A little cloudy, but you know what? It's a great day to be alive. It's Sunday morning, and I'm on the road uh, traveling to go preach this morning, and uh, so honored to be able to do that. Uh, as I'm praying and thinking about this morning and just the message that I believe God's laid in my heart for this congregation I'm going to preach to, my spirit is stirred and grieved for a generation of people who do not know the Bible. I grew up in church all my life. I was there every time the doors were open. I know the old church joke, uh, the only drug problem I ever had was being drugged to church when the doors were open, and that's the truth for my life, and you know, I'm so thankful for a mom and dad who passed that legacy on to me, and my kids have the same drug problem, as a matter of fact. But listen, we are in a generation that is known as the most biblically illiterate generation uh, that we've ever seen in history. And I think, it's, I think it's sad, and I wonder, and there's so many reasons we could really get into, I believe, that, uh, and, and begin to discuss and dissect as to why that is. But I tell you, there's such a lack of faith now that I sense uh, across the nation. And it's, and it's so uh, vital that we understand in who we are, or who we are, which is uh, in Christ Jesus, whom we belong to. We belong to God the Father who sent His Son, Jesus, down here to die on the cross for our sins. And that's what paid for the remission of our sins whenever we just would repent of our sins and meet him at the cross man our sins are forgiven and then we become the righteousness as the bible says we have the right to become uh, the children of god and there's such a lack of faith and and i believe there's a lack of faith and i believe there's a lack of of uh, of of distrust in god's word and so we don't know god's word because i believe there's a lack of distrust in god's word and i think that we've probably and i say we as the church uh, and specifically in student ministries, have probably done a poor job in teaching the, the fact that God's Word is inerrant. Uh, we focus so much on hot topics. Kids struggle with depression. They struggle with suicidal thoughts. They struggle with uh, lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. All of those things absolutely need to be dealt with, and they're all addressed in God's Word. But I think they need to understand that the reason we preach out of this Bible is we believe it is the inerrant Word of God. That we believe this Bible, though it's not necessarily a history book, it is filled with historical facts, that there are secular historical writings that corroborate with what we see in the Bible, and we see a Bible that touch on actual events that historical facts have proven to be true. And so we see this cooperation that happens. We see uh, the, the, the gospel writers uh, who were willing to, to give their testimony. And I know there's argument that says, yeah, but listen, they all give conflicting reports. I don't believe they're conflicting reports. If you were to talk to any police detective and, 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 and they want to know, you know, if they're trying to investigate a crime, they're going to say, okay, who, were there any eyewitnesses? And now you can put together a list of three or four. Listen, I was in the fire and EMS service for seven and a half years, have the wonderful privilege of, uh, of being a fire medic, EMS training officer, SWAT medic, and I've been on many different scenes, many different incidents of fire, accidents, and things like that. Accidents were something we went to fairly regular on an ambulance. And if you were to ask people what happened, people who were in the car gave one report. People who were outside of the car gave another report. People who were in the restaurant gave a different report. They all watched the same accident happen, but they all watched it from a different position, and that position change their perspective on what happened and what we have to do is then take the the details of each story and put it together and they sound different but they're all eyewitnesses to the same story and that's what we see happen in the gospels it's not that they're conflicting there's some different details and things in there sure but none of those details 
are fatal to the message of Jesus Christ and the, and the, and the work of salvation that we can find from Genesis to Revelation. And we've got to know that. We've got to understand that. We've got to understand that this is the inerrant Word of God. That those gospel writers, they weren't just telling made-up stories. They believed their faith to the point of death. See, I love the passage in Revelation says that, uh, that we are more than overcomers, right? By the word of our testimony, right? By the blood of the Lamb, that blood that was shed on the cross for us, right? But listen, it doesn't just stop there. It says, and they love not their lives even unto death. These gospel writers were willing to die for their faith. They didn't, they didn't die for a myth. They didn't die for a... A, a, a joke. They didn't a practical joke on uh, on the world. They they died because they know what they saw. They know what they experienced. They knew Jesus personally. They walked with him. They talked with him. Not only did they see him do miracles, but they themselves were a part of these incredible miracles that we read about. And so we've got to get back to a place of teaching the biblical inerrancy. We've got to get to a place where we help our students understand that God's word is true. That God's word is for day. That God's word shows and lines up with historical facts. And God's word lines up with archaeology. Those are the two main sources that, that, that history books rely on to show their authenticity. And the Bible can do the same thing. If we the leaders, if we the pastors, would just start to do our homework and begin to get back to teaching the inerrancy of God's word. Why we teach from God's word. Why we believe it is the book of life. Why we believe that, that, that it is the standard by which we are called to live. It's the message of Jesus from Genesis to Revelation. And we need to help our students understand that. We've got to get to this place. And we can't do that if we don't believe it ourselves. So you've got to first ask yourself, do I believe everything that I read in this Bible? Do I proclaim that this is God's word and it's an infallible word? And do I live by that? And do I preach under that kind of authority? trusting that what I'm reading from God's Word is true? You've got to ask yourself that, and you've got to know that, because if, if you're uncertain about that, then you'll never be able to preach this book with the authority that God wants you to preach it with. So do your homework. I challenge you to download an app. I love this app. I use it quite regular. It's called crossexamined.org. It's the website. You can download the app. Frank Turek is an apologist who travels from university to university, constantly doing talks. He's got an incredible book and resources out called I Don't Have Enough Faith to Be an Atheist. It's some of the best, most practical teaching on apologetics I've ever seen and listened to, and I challenge you to do the same thing. So leaders, I want you to do your homework. I want you to download this app, get it on your phone, look through it, learn how to use it because it's got all kind of quick answers to hot button issues, how to defend your faith in certain topics, how to, how to answer certain questions that, uh, questions that atheists are asking, and then teach your students how to download this app so that they too can use it. They too can listen to the podcasts that are featured on it all the time. They too can see the wealth of information and resources here. It's all taught in such a way that, they're, that will help them understand why they believe what they believe in. So I challenge you, get into God's Word, know God's Word, believe God's Word, because His promises are true for you today as well. And let faith arise with you. How do we build our faith? Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. I hope you have a great day. Thanks for taking a few minutes to join me in this little uh, drive down the road as I'm just kind of processing through my thoughts this morning. I pray you have an amazing time. Get into the Word, know God's Word, and let the Holy Spirit reveal His truth to you. Amen. See you later.